Johnny Depp, Shia LaBeouf, Joaquin Phoenix, Jeff Goldblum. What do they all have in common? Well, they're on a shared list of the most eccentric people in Hollywood, which is a euphemism for most weird, but we can agree that a majority of the people on the list are genius in their work field. So does being weird mean that you have a stroke of genius in you, or is it just a coincidence? We find out this and more on the first live episode of So About Yesterday. What's going on, you guys? Welcome to So About Yesterday. And actually, instead of speaking to you in the headphones, we're speaking to you in your face, how normal people do. Uh, so speaking of uh, speaking to you in your face, this is the first time I've actually uh, been face-to-face with my host at one time. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, you guys, this is crazy, because normally when I'm talking to you, it's kind of like a... I don't know, a conference call, but you know, oh, yeah. having this live full 3D effect, it's, it's weird. I'm gonna give you a little backstory. Yeah. So we've been doing this recording for about 30 minutes, Good. trying to get it perfect for you guys. So it's a little bit different. We can't just roll with it. We're, we're learning mm-hmm. as we go and it's fun. It's fun. I'm loving it. We're, we're able to give each other that that those like those little things that we need to like feedback to work exactly. on the things that we need to do. Which I feel is, less nervous, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we what we're doing was we're trying to look for perfection. I think that's what it is. But I like it. But I like it. That's what I mean. Like I feel more comfortable now that we like did like a you know take five. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't feel as like this is the one only. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that. That's the breaks. Still nervous as hell, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, because it's, no. it's the first, you know, video episode, and we'll get better yeah. over time. But speaking of over time, how was everyone's past week? You know, since it's been what two weeks since we've done that's the true, episode. Yeah. Um, what'd you guys do? Anything fun or interesting? I, I, I'm gonna be. I don't know. I like me personally. I don't like the past week is getting ready for like stuff at work so I just been like pushing and like working a lot like I think I haven't had a real day off in the last week and a half so I I won't see that day off until Monday we're right now and Saturday going into Sunday which is great but this is just non-stop going but it's okay I love it um like I don't sleep much anyway so it's, it's chill and I got that natural energy and stuff like that Dope. Yeah. Dope. What about you, Sarah? How's your week? Or past two weeks? Oh, yeah. Or half um, a month? I'm going to shit on your parade, uh, but I've had the last couple of days off because I am in New Jersey. Mm, you are and in New so Jersey. So I flew in from Michigan. Really? Not yeah. Kalamazoo? Not Kalamazoo. Okay. It's Metro Detroit. That's a wide variety of places. Mm, so. Like 11 mile, 8 mile, See, you know, 3 yeah. mile. Yeah, Green Mile. Green yeah. Mile. Green Just mile. a mile. Yeah. yeah. The eight mile, yeah. That'd yes. How yeah. far do you live from Eminem? Oh, I mean, I'm like three miles. Really? What? Yeah. Isn't that a like bad area? Yeah. Yeah, but that's like saying, like Ooh. where we're at to another place is like. You know, I, I live in a pretty good area, so I, I would say. Well, no, I didn't say yeah, yours was yeah, a bad yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. That's where we're at versus uh, another place. Oh, I thought you were trying to say it. Oh, all right. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But no, I mean, yeah, it's 
some parts of Detroit, you could be like Oprah rich, and then a street over could be like someone burn their house down for the insurance money kind of for So oh, you don't. Shit. I mean, this is a huge difference. Damn. Yeah. So where so, are you staying? My place, all right. No, no. Where are you staying? Uh, you said you're in New Jersey. Like where? Oh, right now I'm staying on your couch. Is oh, that right? you know that? yes. Yeah. Sit on my couch. It's the best, like, <laughs> Airbnb so bed and breakfast you ever go to. Yeah. But she's not going to disclose my location because, you know. Now I'll do that to you. Yeah, or my wife. Actually, uh, my wife loves you. She actually, like, marry my wife because she's just always like, yes, yeah, Sarah's so nice. And Sarah just keeps on one-upping me. You know, you gave my wife a bought, card. Yeah, I just got her card. It wasn't even her that's birthday. Like, yeah, so thank you for letting me stay at your house. Nobody you know does I mean? cards. Like, yeah. that's that's different. I like that. Yeah. That's that's like a little, like, here you go, a little. Yeah, it's like in snail mail. It's weird, though. It's like a little extra. It's weird. It's strange to me because, like, yeah. I'm not used to that shit. Mm-hmm. So if somebody was to give me a card and, like, hey, thank you for letting me stay here, I'm like, was well, that sarcasm? I would think. No, would no. Say, uh, that's yeah, what I said to yeah. him. I yeah. showed him the card, and I was like, uh, "It's really for both of you." But I know you're just gonna be like, "Okay." So <laughs> I showed him what I was gonna write in it, just so he would know. Like, this is what I'm giving to your wife. You know I, mean? uh-huh. I think she liked it. Oh, she. Uh, yes. She loved it so much. She wondered where was my card for her. So thank you very much <laughs> for. You know, stepping up the game. Yes, you know, helping out my marriage and everything. Um, Should I get her flowers tomorrow? Is that what you're saying? I mean, at this point, why not? You know, you should move in. There you go. You know, cook her breakfast in the morning. I'll do that. You know, this is crazy. But speaking of crazy, that's actually the topic of today. Now, we're not going to delve into the meaning of crazy, but we're going to explore a euphemism of crazy, which is weird. So, quick question, you guys. What does weird mean to you? Now, growing up, you know, I... um, was a weirdo and I say a weirdo and I say that with like good intentions because people that are misunderstood the most and are, are considered weird when people refuse to understand something or try something new for example fear factor when people were eating those like that's not weird that's disgusting yes yeah right but to them us eating a hamburger that's weird you know why are you eating like a, a thing that I you know believe in some people worship cows and we're eating things that people worship some people eat lamb some people so it's just interesting how people define something as weird as something bad when something weird can be nice but i mean it's broad definition yeah but how do you how do you define weird and in the best way possible anyone jr i'll go first uh something that i normally don't i'm used to so like you giving that card it's weird to me or somebody <laughs> waiting to hold the door, like certain things, like somebody who's like eccentric, like um, they stand out a little bit different. And it's, 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 I'm gonna use the word weird, but it's weird to me when I see somebody who's not the same type of person I'm used to being around with. Like I feel as though, and then you just, you saw, you saw my brother outside. Um, he has mentioned like people that I work with. He goes, they're kind of weird, bro. The reason why is because we're not used to that environment. We're not used to these people that I work with or anything like that. I think it's just it's different. It's so different that we're not used to being uh, people being so nice or like it's just a different atmosphere 
or a different environment or whatever you want to call it. But I think it's just something different that I'm not used to seeing every day. That's what's weird to me. Damn. I would say my definition is a little bit more like negative. Really? For weird. Because there are a lot of different ways that you can uh, classify people's personalities. Like, they're, like you said, they're eccentric. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're nerdy or they're, you know, bubbly. Uh, but weird always made me think, um, it could be my age, just uh, with like school shootings. Like, he's the weird kid. He's the kid that wears a trench coat. He's the kid that doesn't talk to people. Um, I worked at a Boy Scout camp. I knew a lot of weird Wait, individuals. Wait, a Boy Scout camp? Yeah. When you're a girl. Yeah. I mean, Scout. I know that, but like, I thought it was just like... <laughs> yeah, you didn't know? <laughs> you could only work at those... Uh, I thought you could only work at those locations well, or organizations nah. if you're at that gender. You know what I mean? Just, I, see what I you guess, mean, for but, like um, safety and just like... No, so that's have, weird. We have their own... Yes. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's, that's weird. weird. Yeah. Uh, they, we had our own cabin for the women. Oh, I wasn't like sleeping in their bed. You know? No, but still, I mean, that's... <laughs> I get it though, yeah. Fuck. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's weird. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's different, but it's yeah, just... Yeah, like, right? but, uh, but no, I, I, I've met a lot of, not everyone, but I've met some weird individuals. Like, they were very quiet and uh, closed off and um, liked their things so-so and they're very meticulous and detailed. Um, it makes me think of that Dane Cook skit that he talks about where uh, he's in an office building and he says you gotta be friends with the weird guy in the office because one day like what if he comes in and going back to it like what if he shoots up the place you want to be friends with that guy so when he comes by your desk he goes thanks for the candy and like because <laughs> you gave him candy bars and you were nice to him so you don't get shot so that's true, true, true. I, I kind of uh, relate weird to be a negative connotation mm-hmm. more so than um, like someone that's artsy or damn uh, I said it in a nice way no yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah I mean it's, it's good it's eccentric but and- I, I, I try to say it in a nice way because I feel as though I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody because and then like I start mentioning things and I feel as though they start realizing I'm that weirdo like not like they're listening and like yeah. am I that weirdo like cause I see people like that and sometimes I want to talk to them now not because of the, the environment I am in that like the environment I, I'm used to it's just because I learn to be open minded more so those are, uh, I say eccentric you say they're just fucking weird um or they're meticulous about certain things or whatever it is. It's not that I want to be nice to them because I don't know what the fuck they might do. I, I feel as though it's something about them that they always have like an upper hand on something. They know like they're super fucking smart about something or they know this or they yeah. know how to do certain things really fucking well. Or they they can, you learn from them because they do things in a certain manner and you're like you know what like if I did this this would cut down time or this would cut down whatever like I like to learn from that stuff like but even I don't think though everyone's like that no 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 I, don't, I wasn't trying to like put it in a box and no. make everyone all the weird people uh, yeah, yeah yeah more so like you said like there's I meant the eccentric people and the weird people like they're separate it's all different types of personalities no I think eccentric people could be considered weird because sometimes like those people who who stand out a lot more, who are artsy, they're not 
regular people. For you to have that mindset to that mindset to fucking paint or act like you was mentioning some of these actors, to yeah. put yourself in that mindset and to be able to do that stuff, you gotta be a little fucking weird. I met uh who did I fucking meet? Who's that uh escape artist who does all that stupid shit? David Blaine. Huh? David Blaine. I met that guy. He's he's he was weird to me, but some people he might be normal. He's a close talker, um, and I went to his house and I uh, delivered uh, a printer because that's at the time my job had me deliver printers and set that all up and all that shit. And when I went there, his house had like paintings of himself in different locations, just standing up straight, and it's weird to me. Like, but here's the thing. Dude makes fucking money. Yeah, that dude makes fucking tons of money. So that's that's mind blowing to me. So yeah, he's fucking weird to me. But like, people love that weirdo shit. People love to see that shit, and they and it's somebody who thinks different. Like, or what if it's like someone that makes you uncomfortable? Well, like they they're weird to you because it's not something that you're comfortable with. And if you're not comfortable with it, then. Like you said, they're making money, but it might not be something that you're comfortable. Now, some people just like to be uncomfortable. I don't. <laughs> but maybe there might be people that, you know, fuck with David Blaine, and they're like, yeah, that makes me uncomfortable. I'm about that life, and I want to watch it, you know? Yeah. So maybe it's the uncomfortableness that's the weird part. Damn, well. I don't know. What about you? I think for me, what's weird is just because me being weird is kind of calm the pot calling the kettle black <laughs> so because i'm just so used to just kind of being a weird individual and i understand that i've kind of embraced that so i see that weird is something that kind of says you know what i don't think the way that other people think i don't do what other people do and that's what makes me an individual you know i some people might find it weird that supreme was able to put their name in white lettering with a red background on random stuff. But guess what? That weirdness created them uh, a goliath yeah. of like a company. So essentially, weird is just something that we all are. Like, you know, we all have family members that do weird things. Like, right. you know, I might love my uh, mother-in-law to death, but I find it kind of weird that whenever we get in the car together, she'll turn on the car and wait for the car to warm up before we go. You Something. find that weird? Yes. That's what you need to do. No, no. So it's like she'll, it's like we could be in an emergency. Like, oh my god, the house is on fire. We need to like get out. And she'll be like, okay, well, let me just warm up the car. She's so not just... gonna warm up the car. She's warming up the car because that's what you're supposed to do for the car. That's not weird. Yes. What do you what think? Do do? That's supposed to just start up the engine. To me, I always Why always do. Yeah. You wait because you want the engine to warm up to, to get it ready. Because before you just speed off, like it could be super cold outside, you want to warm up your engine. For the cars, like non breaking down safety or yeah. for your warmth? No, for breaking down safety, and it could be for your warmth also. But that's, that's uh, weird. That was, a, that was always embedded into me. Like you, everybody's always told me that you need to like fucking warm up your car before you fucking go anywhere. To me, that's like saying charge your phone and then unplug it when it's done. Like right. it's just why? What the yeah. fuck? That's yeah. not the same thing. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. Like, so, all right, why so is that gonna be any different? So how? All right, put it like this: Do you fucking turn off your car when you you put gas in it? Yeah. Some people don't. 
No, that's a lie. Who's doing that? That's a lie. Some fucking people. Why people aren't blowing up more often? <laughs> yeah. That's that's weird. How is that But like we have that's the technology. Weird. I waste more gas by turning my car back on. What? Did you know that some cars though, like the trans, um, the in Michigan, like a lot of newer cars, when they come to a stop at a, like a light, they automatically shut off. Shut off, yeah, and it turns back on. I feel as though turning back on wastes more gas. Yeah, and I feel like it messes with your starter. So wouldn't you want to keep I your guess, co- so just yeah. selling these cars? To- I guess so. I, guess uh-huh. so. I just want to ask you guys: <laughs> Do you think you're weird? And Jr., you just look like you have a lot on your mind. Do you- you have a weird look on your face. So, I mean, uh, you think you're weird? I don't think I'm weird. Maybe to some people, the way I, uh, I do things, like from the outside, they may think I'm weird. Or when I was growing up, I was quiet. So, you know what? At some point, I was weird. I was super quiet. I stood to myself. I didn't talk to anybody. Hell, my family would have parties. Like constant, always parties, and everybody gets together, everybody talk, everybody being super social. And if you know me, I'm I'm pretty social now. Um, but I would lock myself in the room and not talk to anybody. I would avoid connecting with anybody. I would just avoid anything. I didn't want to talk to anybody. So at that point in my life, I believe I was weird. I was grown up. I stood to myself and everything like that. I was trying to be the funny kid, but and then I felt as though I wasn't funny. So I was probably feeling though I was weird, or I didn't really connect with a lot of people at that time. So yeah, at one time I was weird. And maybe sometimes like to people who have never lived the life I lived or been in the environment I've been in, may think that certain things I do is weird. Like letting my car run. For a while before you you take for it to warm up. That's weird. I mean, there's a person that I actually go to work with, and I don't think that it's. I think it's kind. I I think it's interesting, but I don't think it's. I think it's weird, but I think it's interesting. Um, We have we have a coworker at work, right? That comes to work and brings like a toothbrush and like floss work all the time and stuff and I was always wondering yeah, I know people like that yeah. I know but I was just like wondering like hey you know what's up you know you, you know trying to look you know good for like other people what's up and they're like no you know this is something I like to do and so forth and you know it's just kind of like my habit and then you know I asked them in regards to do you have like OCD or whatever and they were like you know nice and brave enough to kind of tell me yeah you know I do have OCD I'm like oh that's interesting because I think I like might have that um, but no, but I think, you know, it's either it could be, it was weird, but after it was articulated and explained to me, I could see it as like, okay, this is probably just a good habit. You know, our dentist always tells us to brush our teeth and floss. When's the last time? Meal. Yes. Okay. When's the last time you flossed or brushed your, when's the last time you flossed? I brushed my teeth this morning. I promise you, I brushed my teeth. Um, you can ask my wife, um, cause I left the toothpaste and everything everywhere. But anyway, no, just what was Looks weird. like she has to check on you, it sounds like. That's yeah, what it pre- sounds pretty good. much. And then yeah. she sniffs my fingers she just to make like sure that I... <laughs> what does that have to do with that? That's your team here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. Yeah. yeah, I'm just kidding. She doesn't sniff my fingers. <laughs> yes. That's just, 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 but anyway, um, no, but essentially like, 
Yeah, no, it's just like, did you watch? Anyway, because I cook a lot. Gotcha. And I'm a clean cook. Don't worry about it. I'm not a nasty chef. But that's not what we're talking about. What we're talking about is <laughs> I was able to talk to my coworker. Yeah. And I thought it was very weird that they would bring, you know, all these like tools with them to work. But at the same time, like, oh, brought like a floss and toothbrush. Uh, you know this coworker. Um, but essentially, after they explained to me that this is what it is, I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I need to start doing that. And also, they were. I thought you were talking about me this whole fucking time. I am. Oh. Yes. I'm not <laughs> so trying, you bring yeah. I, I don't bring uh, floss. It's a tongue yeah. scraper. Yeah, but I didn't, I'm not <laughs> trying to put your business yeah. out there. But no, yeah. So, I mean, essentially. Because I, I, I was like, fucking talking about me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't trying to put you out there, yeah. but I think it's very crucial that if you do find something weird, it is good to, like, speak up and ask. You know, we have somebody, you know, at our job who is not like a, who's like a paraplegic and, you know, we treat him like normal. He's an awesome guy. Great musician, by the way. Um, and we just talk and it was like, hey, you know, what happened? You know, because it's one thing to stare and it's one thing to guess and assume and that makes it worse. But if you're straightforward and be like, hey, why do you bring this tongue scraper to work? You know, what, what customers are you kissing? You know, what are you doing? You know, you're not. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, those customers. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just. Bro, you, you talk a lot, and the last thing you want to do is for your breath to smell. And then after the meal, like, obviously, you could have had, like, a burger. And I don't want to be smelling like Chipotle's when I'm talking to somebody <laughs> or I'm smelling like a, a sandwich or anything like that. When I'm you, you have to admit, in some instances, people use gum. People will just say, fuck it. Or some people just say, fuck yes. it. But, no, no, <laughs> you know, but, but essentially, you know, I think for you to put that extra effort towards yourself. That's putting and a your fucking Band-Aid on a sinking ship, bro. Right. But, you know, if you, you know. Bro, you're going to be talking to somebody and now. I got a whole pack of gum. Well, that is kind of. Got it out all it's, it's fucking weird to me, but you know what? Yeah, it's it's weird because I don't do it all the time, you know, so. I'll brush your teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm, my mouth looks like a pirate. I have like a whole bunch of tartar sauce in my mouth. Tartar sauce? A little tartar in my mouth. Get it? Like, get it? Tartar. I get it. Yeah. But I don't. I Once again. Um, but yeah. Just life checks. Yeah. 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 She's going to be checking during She's this smiling. video. Yeah. Hey, get over here. But Sarah, I mean, Mostly I know you. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that, you know, yeah. like I get manis and petties all the time. And, you know, I cook and I want to make sure that I'm mindful of what yeah. I do and, and plus we work at uh, in, a, in, a, in an environment where we're touching things that people you know what people use on a 24-7 basis take it to their back you know do right. whatever uh, but anyway enough about that uh, let's segue to you Sarah because I feel like I'm just talking into a hole where my wife is just going to want to inspect me every time I come into the house Sounds but like I mean do you think that you're weird I mean no nah. <laughs> wow. No, I, I mean, I might do some weird things. I think I'm always uh, constantly concerned that other people think I'm weird. I don't think I'm weird. You know, but I, I don't think that's, I'm not out there like uh, with a boost of confidence all the time. I think it's the opposite. I think other people I think I'm weird, but I might not be doing anything to make them think that. So are you saying that immediately because you feel that there might be a stigma? with weird because like you said with the whole dang cook thing yeah you know hey uh i'm a the- people pleaser i just i'm nice to people I, i'm an introvert okay. and most of the time i get paid to be an extrovert at work or i go out of my way to like 
you know, be nice to people. So, so that you're they, saying they you're fake? That I'm cool. Right. No, I wouldn't say fake. I say I, I, uh, I like to make people happy. But you like, say you, not, I want to say I'm faking it to like. But you said you get paid to go out of your way. Well, yeah, because they're paying me for that. Right, but wouldn't you want to go out of your way anyway? Not for the general public. No, you can't well, go out of the way. Hey, listen, I'll go out of my way on a lot of different things. Like even today, uh, there's a gentleman with a, a seeing eye dog. He was on the phone uh, and he asked us if you know we could help him get to his Uber because okay. he couldn't. He was on the phone, uh, so there's like a um, an app that you can use if you're blind to call someone really? and they'll kind of direct you and let you know where you're going. Well, uh, his name was Rick and he was like, hey man, can you um, can you help me figure out where my Uber is? He's, you know, the Chris on the phone here is saying it's a it's a red sedan. So then, uh, you know, I, he took my arm, I let him to the, across the busy highway to awesome. the red sedan and I put him in the car. I didn't do it because I wanted that man to like you know what's, it, but what's I did it was nice. Some people would think that's fucking weird. Somebody come up to you and yeah. say that. You're lo- you think a little bit different. So that gentleman coming up to me, like, hey, can I get him? Fuck this guy want. Right. Like it's fucked up, right. but that's that's how certain people's mentality is. It's like you you took it as like oh he's just being it's just genuinely like oh he just really needs help and I'm so glad that you said it like that because the next thing I just wanted to ask was you know why do we make weirdness a stigma is it a survival instinct that if you see something say something type thing where hey if you go to an airport and they say if you see something that's weird or off report it to uh, an officer or whatever so do you think us being weird is a way of like social survival or personal survival. I think or... so. I think that goes back to how I said that I classify weird as like a, a negative connotation because I think of weird in the terms of like like serial killer or, or can't know, we just say dangerous shooter or yeah, but I why I mean why are we saying weird like. I don't think we should be saying that people that are on just the basic level weird. I think a, a weird on like a larger so scale. So Kanye, Kanye West, very talented musician. Wait. Can't deny his genius, but I'd weird. say he's weird, yeah. But he's also creative. Sure, but I, I don't see, I, those aren't parallel to me. Okay. Those don't go hand in hand. What's your level of weirdness? Because that's the thing. You're telling me somebody at the airport or something like that, that I, you, I may see them as weird. You see them every day. So here's the thing. Our level of weirdness for certain people, I and mean, we keep on using that fucking word. I feel like there should be something else that we use. There's so many but, other words. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's my... Yeah. Somebody who's different at the end of the day, who, who acts different, I may see them as normal. You see them yeah. completely different because you're not used to those ticks. That they may do. Right, but where do those come from? Like, we don't wake up one morning, or we don't come into the world as babies, thinking everything is weird, because as babies, we do weird stuff. You know, we eat things it's that we should It's to eat. us by we, the, the, the people that we're around, because we're so used to seeing certain things all the time. So, like, my friends, I'm used to seeing not people being so nice. So, you being nice to that that, that gentleman, helping with, that's I'm not used to that. Mm-hmm. So, somebody coming up to me and asking me for help, or something like that I'm used to like as shitty as it sounds it's like I'm used to vagrants coming out to me and asking me for cash and I already know what they do to me in my mind what, what I'm used to people asking me for for help 
because they need something and they, they want to get something out of me so that they can use it to benefit them in a, in a, in a shitty way. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, it's weird for me to see somebody help somebody else out because I don't know what that person looks like or whatever, but if he would have came up to me and he didn't look like something that I'm used to and then he needed my help, I probably wouldn't help him. It's, it's, it's shitty. And I'm not, it's not me being a dick about it. It's just me, I'm not used to that. I'm not used to those things. Like, I'm used to like somebody asking me for something because they want something out of it. They want, they, there's a bigger scheme to it. It's a scheme. You I think what I'm saying? It's a lot of nurture too. Uh, like, uh, your environment of what, I don't know, like you, you feel comfortable going up to someone and say, hey, why do you uh, brush your teeth yeah. at work? Why do you, uh, like, how'd you become wheelchair-bound? Like, yeah. I, to me, and not in a bad, weird way, but, like, it would, like I said, like, sometimes weird can mean dangerous or sometimes weird can mean uncomfortable. Like, I wouldn't, I would find it uncomfortable to ask such a poignant question um, or such a, uh, a deep question uh, about something like that. So not that it's bad, but uh, for me, I wouldn't want to ask something uncomfortable just because I... I wouldn't say it's how it's brought up, but and my dad's super quiet. And like, if you don't need to get into a, situ- a, a conversation or situation uh, that, you know, is going to go into something maybe that's uncomfortable, I'm probably not going to do it. Like I, I, my grandmother was like that too. She would just say uncomfortable stuff a lot where we'd be standing at a Starbucks and we'd sh- in like uh, Long Island on the parkway and she would look at someone and be like, look at those boots. She looks like a cat. Meow. And I was like, <laughs> and I, the woman, I swear to God, you can hear her. And I'm like, gosh, shut the fuck up. She's going to beat us up. Don't no. say anything else. Like, I, because that would, that's an uncomfortable situation to me. Same thing. I would be uncomfortable asking that person that question. No wrong to it. I just would be uncomfortable in it. And I think to just build context on like where I was coming from, I right. already built a rapport with that individual. For sure, yeah. And I think for me, uh, in my old job, I had another gentleman who was a paraplegic, yeah. and we would just kind of laugh back and forth because I found common ground amongst both of us. Mm-hmm. For example, you know, um, as a person of color, as a big black male, people are afraid to approach me, people are yeah. afraid to talk to me, people are afraid to get to know me. And it's funny because if you just, I like to look at just the connections of things. And I looked at my, my homie uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, uh, who was a paraplegic as well. And I was like, that's funny because you're wheelchair bound. People are awkward around you and give you special treatment. Or they give me special treatment because you're in a wheelchair and talk to you like you're deaf, but you're not deaf, you're in a wheelchair and you get special treatment because you're in a wheelchair. I was like, hey man, we're kind of like a dynamic duo. I'm the black guy, you're the guy in the wheelchair, so maybe we can go to like concerts and like exploit people, their fears. Yeah. But I think if anything, it's like, yeah, you know, that's crazy. Cause think about it. Like if you don't know something, you need to ask. And I think as being, I'm not a victim, I'm seeing myself as a victor, but because I understand what it's like to be ostracized. I understand yeah. what it's like for people to treat you differently because they don't understand. I, I refuse to kind of let that, I'm, I guess I'm so frustrated with that kind of idea that people have, that I want to challenge people. So instead of saying, you know, like, uh, I'm going to 
judge you because of the way you look or be because of my personal instincts. I want to make myself uncomfortable, but do it respectfully to a point where I kind of get to know you because that kind of makes me better. And when right. you break that ice, that's like, oh, okay. But that's not that bad. I think that depends on how you term or how the, the terminology of weird would be. No, is I, weird something that is like not good or is weird something where you're saying it, uh, it almost like weird, like bullying, like, oh, that person's weird. Like, yep. let's not talk to him. So there, I, I think there are different, uh, different ways you can explain that. Well, though. no, actually, I feel like there's a linear way that you explain it. Not to be disrespectful no, or anything, but I, I like to use Kanye West for an example. Um, when my mother passed away in 2007 of breast cancer, uh, 808 and Heartbreaks was released around that time, and Kanye West also lost his mother. I really wasn't a fan of College Dropout. However, when his album came out, um, right, I, I wasn't was a fucking good album. Right, right. However, however, you know, I was more like into Coldplay. That's when they were coming around at the time. I wasn't a hip hop head. I was more into pop. An alternative that's music. That's weird to me. Right, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, 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 right there. That's no, right. but the thing is, is that because I understood his his grief and where he was coming from, yeah. his album articulated the way that I felt inside as an individual who lost someone that they loved. And as being a music lover, that was just basically my, my way of speaking. Like, even though I couldn't speak the way I felt, that album just kind of drew a clear picture it was like a window and the way that i was feeling so from there after that inspiration uh and after that love of that album i decided to go back listen and then i started to fall in love with the college dropout because i started to understand it i didn't like the college dropout because i didn't understand i didn't care to understand i was like this is like a okay beat but this is kind of like some whack lyrics but if i because i took the time and I listen, because that's what you have to do. If you just take the time and you listen to someone's story, then you value it. Just like Jay-Z's music. Like, over time, I wasn't feeling the 4-4 album, because I'm a beat person. I love beats. If the beat's not knocking, I'm not really... You tell me none of his beats were knocking? However, Ever? but no, when it came... No, 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 I'm saying the 4-4 yeah. album. Because uh. I was like, this is kind of like a slow album. It's kind of like a fine wine. But after I sat back and I listened to it like a year later, I digested it and I appreciated it more. You know, such as Moonlight and how things... We'll talk about this later in other episodes, but essentially, getting the brass tacks, you might find Kanye West as a very weird individual, and I would agree that he does some things that are out of the norm, but at the same time, he's admitted that he's had mental health issues, and many times, people who do do weird things, they might have mental health issues, they might have... A, mental health issues, which is nothing wrong with mental health issues. It's good to know it, take care of it. B, they might have a point of view that you don't agree or align with. Or C, it just might be uh, some context to uh, their feeling about something that you may not be privy to. You know, yeah. so like I, for example, when you talked about the whole wedding uh, and our friends, our Ratchet Friends episode. Yeah. If you didn't tell me that you were in school and doing X, Y, and Z, I would have aligned with your friend and said, yeah, you know, <laughs> screw that girl. She, she, what, she doesn't want to spend money? Yeah. For no Why are you yeah. spending money like no? But for the fact that you gave us context to that story, mm-hmm. you but know. That, that brings it right back to what I was saying. Like, I had to be open-minded, open-minded to the people that I work with on the regular because... I'm not used to hanging out with those people. Right. I'm not used to talking to these people. And like now, 
I've worked at, at this place for quite some time and like there are some weird individuals I work with. Like some people would say that you are a weird individual. Absolutely. Like that was no. and I'm not I'm no. not I'm not I'm not gonna fucking no. shit out you no, or anything no. like that. But like when you first started working there, yeah, I was very outgoing, eccentric. You're you you talk in a different manner. I you get. get what I'm saying? You you carry yourself in a different in a different. And manner. no, and I want to get yeah. I'm and then people would see you, and they'd be like, "Yo, you talk to that weirdo." Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yo, he's strange. Yeah. But I took the time out to talk to you and get got to know you because here's the thing: I realized in the environment I was, I was closed-minded and I didn't see all these things i didn't learn so much because i i only knew what i knew what i saw now that i worked there or i started working there i would never talk to you on a regular i would never talk to you on a regular if you wasn't around this neighborhood or a certain neighborhood i was from or anything like that well you didn't if i didn't feel as though we aligned on the same things that like how i was raised i wouldn't fuck with you and because you open up your mind and i appreciate you kind of, you know, getting out of your comfort zone, don't you feel in some way you were able to enrich your life in a certain way that you were able to add value to your life? Because, you know, birds of the flock fly together. But if you open up your mind like you did, you know, we wouldn't even have a freaking show. We wouldn't even have the dialogue or have opportunities, you know, just, you know, knocking at our door. But um, I I guess to give context, uh, absolutely, when I first started at this job area, um, I was very excited. It was a new lease on life for me. It was a new beginning. I actually came down to New Jersey because the love of my life, my wife, was born and raised in Jersey. Uh, but to give context, the reason why I was so happy is that previously, a year before that, I was fired from my job of five years. Yeah, uh, that same year, um, I also had to bury my father, who also died. Um, and I was couch surfing, so I was like homeless because I lived where I work. Uh, but essentially, the reason why I was so joyful coming into that job because I was so grateful of what I had because I understood what I didn't have. And if people understood that, hey, you know, someone who didn't have anything now is appreciating little things, then it wouldn't be a weirdo situation. It'd be gratitude. It'd be, but I don't owe an explanation to anyone. You don't owe an explanation to anyone. But what you do owe it is to yourselves. Is just try to open your mouth, ask questions, and say something. So this kind of brings me to my final question. How do we break the stigma of weird? How do we kind of change the view? Because people are going to think the way they're going to think. But do you think it's kind of like a, it should be like a buddy system? Like the next time someone says something is weird, like, well, why is it weird? Have you tried it? You know what I mean? Like, if this, yeah. I, I understand where you're going with it. It's just, the thing is, people have to be open-minded. You guys have to be open-minded. You have to understand that person may not, may be quiet because something happens to them. How about you get to know them, talk to them, and find out what's going on with them? How about you find out why they do these certain things? Why don't you just talk to them? And all it starts with is saying hello. It starts with what's going on, how's your day, or whatever it is. It opens it up for so many things. If we don't start with those small little things, if we don't just step out of our own comfort zone and say hello to that person, we will never know who that person is or what they've gone through. Like you were saying the other day, like some of the stuff I talk about, you were like, I can't relate to it. But now 
you would understand maybe how I carry myself or why I do the things I do. You get what I'm saying? Or I, but now that I'm talking about it, and it's not not to shit on you to say that you never asked me, but it's different. Like we have to step out of that comfort zone and say, why? I want to know more. I want to understand so that if you came across these certain things that you, you may be able to see it in a different light. You get what I'm saying? Like my final thought for that is if you see that person sitting alone, sit next to them. You know, there's always chairs that are always empty around these people. Sit next to that person. Make that person feel uncomfortable because guess what? Everybody else is uncomfortable because that person was by themselves. Why don't you sit next to them? And they may say, why are you sitting next to me? Nobody else is. Guess what? They may have something to say. They may have some feelings inside and it's like they need that friend right there. Like, you guys are my friends. And I never, I, I'm not I'm not a person, like I, I interact with people and I have fun with people. But do I call a lot of these people my friends? Kind of, but like, they don't do this with me. They never took the time out to listen to some of the stuff I have to say. Like, Chance inspires me all the time. Like, I had a conversation with him uh, a while ago, and he started going off about, like, how I'm, uh, I'm an elephant in a circus, and I only know that, that, that arena, and I never stepped out of anything. And he's saying, like, how Macy is with, with all the stuff and the, all the things I've been through and the stuff I talk about. And some of the stuff, like, I let him know about what, what, what happened in my life. And he's amazed by that. And sometimes we sit there and we, we don't realize, like, we, we dwell on it and we, we, we feel as though it may cause depression or something like that. And we're sitting there. But he took the time out to say, like, all these things about what i gone through and how great it is, like, that I, I'm able to bypass the, the normal, like, stigma of what I could have been. You get what I'm saying? what I could have ended up as. And he took the time out to talk to me like I took the time out to talk to him and we, we got to know each other. And it it made this show, it made me think differently. It made me open up to things that I never thought I would open up to. Like talking to people a lot more and opening up to my feelings. Understanding it maybe in my relationship, like I need to open up my mind and talk to people and open up like how I am and not be so closed off to myself mm-hmm. like always I always used to seeing things my way because I only seen things my way because I only lived my life exactly. but when I hear what you went through and I can relate to it and I open up my mind like I didn't just go through this by myself I'm not weird for going through that by myself you get what I'm saying Absolutely. so, so step up talk to that person I'm sorry I'm rambling oh, yeah. 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 but like step up and talk to that person like you don't know what they've gone through. You don't know if they can enlighten your life and bring some something different to what you're not used to seeing or used to having in, in, in the world that you, used, you, you live in. You could be an elephant in your own fucking circus and you don't even fucking know it. You, don't, you only know that. You only know that arena. Guess what? Break down that arena, there's a whole fucking jungle. You're not in a circus, my dude. You're in a jungle. Have fun. Said it. Said it better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been having these fucking speeches, and I'm like, yo. I don't know. I feel like uh, I feel like my final thought on it 
or just be, you know, be comfortable with yourself. Like, I, kind of going back to what you were saying, like, I might not ask because I didn't think you'd be comfortable in telling me. So that makes me uncomfortable to ask, you know what I mean? Or uh, when, you know, you feel comfortable asking coworkers specific math things, even though you feel like you're on the right level. Mm-hmm. I, I still might not, like, are the, is that person going to think I'm weird for asking them? So I think being comfortable with what you feel is correct because um, it, it might be weird to other people that I, you know, help that gentleman or like it might be weird that uh, my mom and I talk on the phone every day like it, it just might be there might be certain things that are weird to other people but if that makes me comfortable it might be good it might be a good thing like there are certain things that people do because they're doing it for themselves to be comfortable sometimes it helps people out Sometimes you meet new people, um, you know, it, it gives you a wider base of friends. Um, but I just think you have to kind of be comfortable in your bubble and then be comfortable bringing other people in. Uh, you kind of got to gauge, like you said, the level of your friendship, the level of relationship you have with someone to ask them something. To Like, uh, I'm not going to ask someone to help me move if I've been friends with them for two weeks. Like, it's just not something... Uh, I just watched an episode of Seinfeld recently that was like that, where uh, Jerry uh, meets the guy from the Mets, uh, Keith Hernandez, and he knows him for like a week. They went out once, and then he's like, "Hey, you help me move?" He's like, "I don't know you like that." Like you just you have to know what the comfortable level is because some things might be weird if you don't gauge the situation. So I just think you know, get more comfortable if that's absolutely necessary. If you want to invite people in to your life like try to be more comfortable with things but try to read the situation so that you know other people are comfortable with you that's definitely fair and i feel like in this huge world with billions of people uh that live in it i think that every day we have an opportunity to learn a little bit more about ourselves by learning a little bit about others so even as long as you know your boundaries and even though you are a little nervous just trying and making that effort to ask how's your day going or you know tell me a little bit more about x y and z and building that rapport i think it's just all about learning and just taking those chances within reason as you know my my team was saying but i just want to leave you guys with just the final quote like i always do in every episode uh rebecca mckenzie said i'd rather be a little weird than all boring and because life is so short don't spend it on just being dull and boring. Spend it on living every moment to the last, being a little bit weird, having a little bit of fun, going a little bit crazy, and enjoying every moment and, and, and just not taking everything for granted, not taking anything for granted. And what we don't take for granted is the fact that you guys tune in every Thursday, you know, on Spotify, on the podcast app to listen to us, open up our hearts, and speak the truth. And you guys are our close family and friends. Yeah, weird it up. Yeah, it might be weird that you're talking, a person in a box is talking to you, uh, but now you're speaking or you're looking at us. This is weird that we're talking to the television. Yeah, but but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> the television right where you're yeah. at. <laughs> uh, we love you guys and really appreciate 
all the emails, all the love on the streets, all the phone yeah. calls. Yeah. Um, but definitely, we're gonna keep everything churning, keep everything coming. This is just yeah. the beginning of something really beautiful, and we promise you guys that we're gonna continue to be honest, we're gonna continue to be true, and we're gonna do our best to make you guys proud of us and give you something worthwhile to listen to and um, just watch. Uh, but other than that, until next time, we'll see you guys uh, next week or talk to you next week, however, whichever format. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. Uh, so thanks for joining. All right, bye, you guys. Bye. bye. Awesome, man. Right, girl. Yeah, awesome. That was more food. <laughs>